various for various reasons, I, I, there was there was a practice that we had in yeshiva that I put a pause on. There were different cheshbonos that I stopped, but for a long tekufa, I would bring people to yeshiva, idealistic people, all different types of yidden to yeshiva, and I would try to bring them pretty regularly. And I just want the guys exposed to sincerity, to authentic searchers and seekers. I would say, if I had to say like the main, it's funny reason, it actually comes out funny, like why I stopped. I can't say there's the sole factor, but definitely a big part. You know, it, it's da- when you have two reasons for things, it's dangerous. What's the real reason? But definitely a big factor is where Zaycha over the years to have many, many guys in the yeshiva and people coming through the yeshiva. I feel like it happens more organically now. I don't have to arrange it. Early in the history of the yeshiva, I had just started the yeshiva. I would say more in the first five years of the yeshiva, I wanted to expose the guys to idealists, to people who were just mevakshim. You could talk about concepts, but to see it and experience it is different. I just wanted them, I wanted guys to meet searchers and sincerity and authentic people. I wouldn't unusual. I try to bring unusual people. It wasn't like I was looking to see. It wasn't in one camp. It was different types of yidn, but every a sincerely authentic type of yidn. We're today, Baruch Hashem, to already have a whole community. And Shabbat says Yitzim Mandel comes by every almost every Shabbos. We're People see it sincere idealists. You the Solnis here saving lives. So people see it. it. It's much more contained within our community. So. It's not as necessary to bring in. At the time, we was early in the, in, in the yeshiva. Lemaisa was powerful. Different people came and guys met sincere idealists. And I think it was very, very powerful. I want to say that today, we have the zchus, we have Yassi Hecht is here to, to, to join the yeshiva and to come to yeshiva. He's somebody who I've been zeichet to meet. My friend Reb Dov Kilson, one of my, my from my closest friends in the world, is somebody who in, has told me much about Rav Yassi, and to somebody who, with optimism, with positivity, with energy, does, it's an olam anesayin. It's a it's a world of challenges. This is a world of tremendous challenges, and for somebody with such optimism, with such emuna, with such strength. Has, has taken on the challenges that Hashem has given and turned it into bracha, turned it into other people's shnaiging, created so much ur out of a difficulty. So to me, it's somebody important. Rav Yassi is an important person. I consider him a very, very important person. I want to I wanna sh- I wanna tell you a story that, that happened to me. It's a little story, but to bring out a point, I went on a Shabbos. I went on a Shabbos with families that had a kid who was off the derech. And it was a whole bunch of families and, and, and they, they made a Shabbos for kids struggling. And it was a very, very uplifting and beautiful Shabbos. People being mechazic each other and strengthening each other. It was a remarkable Shabbos. One particular good, well-meaning person started like somehow knocking schools and was giving a speech like putting down schools. And I spoke to this person privately, and I just shared that you can, 
create an energy of negativity. And if people have a child who's, who struggled or suffered, you'll even find people grabbing on to, your, to, to what you're preaching and you're ripping schools. And people will jump in with you, they'll rally behind you. But what you took is a bad situation, a difficult situation. And what did you bring out? What did you give to the world? You gave negativity. So I said, just you're causing like, you're causing, you're taking difficulty, and what are you creating with difficulty? You're creating negativity. That response, said, how about put into the world, respond to something difficult and put in art. Respond to difficulty and put in art. To anybody who understands Hanukkah in a deep way, a very, it's funny, a shallow view of Hanukkah, it's true, but it's shallow, is A little light pushes away a lot of darkness. So a little bit of a shallow view of Hanukkah is despite the darkness, a little light. Do you know the deeper view, Yosef, is what causes the light? Do you know darkness allows for light? Do you know, Shraga Betia Ramayahani, the Gemara Psachim says, if it's light outside, a candle does nothing. So in an ironic way, darkness allows for light. If you just say the story of Hanukkah, if your big like takeaway of Hanukkah is, well, a little light, you know, could repel a lot of dark. That's true. That's true. But understand also that one of the purposes of darkness is to allow the light to do its. And a little candle in dark illuminates a tremendous amount. And the, the darkness, I, I dare say, is part of the, is part, of, it's, it's, it's a very important message of Golos. And Hanukkah is the yamtiv, the send-off, the send-off into Golos, and the world of trials and tribulations. The goal of, of, of all the, the chayshech is to produce the ur. When, when that, that Shabbos is magical, when the response is people firing with love, with kayach, with energy, the whole chayshah was only f- to create that ur and to highlight that ur and to bring out the ur. The, everything was just meant for that ur. Don't take the chayshah and just highlight the chayshah and spread more chayshah. Light the ur. The response is your response to a difficult situation is to, is to bring negativity. It's not the response. And I just want to say that, that Yassi is a person, a Ben Taira, a tremendous Ben Taira, who, who has encouraged people to appreciate the gifts of life. He has a campaign that people should make. I believe the campaign is still, I happen to appreciate, and there are times in my life I've been mechazek, the bracha of Asher that amazing bracha of thanking Hashem. Thanking Hashem for our incredible bodies and the kindness of Hashem. And Rabbi Yassi made a campaign for people to have appreciation, to thank Hashem, to appreciate the tremendous wisdom that exists. From my body I experience Hashem. And he encourages people to make the Hashem Yatsar Bracha and to have Kavana in the Hashem Yatsar Bracha, the incredible Hashem Yatsar Bracha. And it's just appropriate that Yassi should be in yeshiva and come by yeshiva. All of us, everybody has a journey. Everybody has a story. And the question is, can we take any aspect of the chayshech we have and let it be part of the ur? Let it actually allow the ur to shine brightly from amidst challenges, from amidst difficulty. And to me, he belongs. Yassi, you're...
You're welcome here. This is kindred spirits. We're people who relate and understand and appreciate a person like you. So I want to welcome Rabbi Yassi Hechner. We're a funny place. We greet with music. That's how we do. Hugs and music. So I want Lekavah. Normally after Musa we sing songs. I want us all together to do a song Lekavah, Rabbi Yassi. And I'm going to ask Aryeh to perform something. Maybe we'll have Shleimah here. Shleimah, could you do on one foot? You could do a song, Shleimah? So I'm going to ask Aryeh and Shleim also, but first, Hashem Ali, Lekavad Rav Yassi, Hashem Ali, Rachim, Aryeh, nice high key, let's go. Rachamim, Rachim, Olai, V'kabel, Tachanun, Hashem Ali, Rachamim, Rachim, The low part again.
What's that song you do with your brother a couple of times you did? Did you have a Hebrew song you did recently with Shmuley maybe? What was that? Yeah. Yeah, 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 there you go. We bring the guitar to you, Shleima. Send it to Shleima. Shleima's. Ah, oh, come close. Come close.
Shlaimi, you know Yassi already? Fellow for us three, a fellow for Rockway guys. Amazing, Shlema, amazing. Who should go first, me and Elias? <coughs> <coughs> you should go first. Should say something? Yeah, she has something. You can do a song. Yeah. 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 How do you know each other, Maratha? Bree's trying to be cool with the video. Stop the video. Which song is that? Shlaim, do you know Kihula Vada? Are you? 
that song was played, that gorgeous song was played, where Rav Shalom Rebashkin, two weeks out of jail, came to Yeshiva, and he heard this song. He was pouring tears in front of, it was right at the middle tables. Remember, Nachum? He was pouring tears. First of all, that he can cry after eight and a half years in a maximum security jail, speaks about faith and madragas. That alone was a chiddush. And the, he was crying, he described, he was, and he explained to us afterwards, the song opened him up, he was pouring tears, and he said that for eight and a half years I was doing mitzvahs, and I said to Hashem, I'm not letting go, I made a decision, I'm going to hold on to you, Hashem, and the way I'm going to hold on is hein hein a mitzvahs, through mitzvahs. And he had a diktuk in mitzvahs, talis, tefillin, lulav, sukkah, mitzvahs, he would hold on, kiddush, neiris, chanukah that he lit, and he would, that was his way, I'm not letting go of you, Hashem, and he would be mispalo, don't let go of me. And the song hit him, and he just pouring tears from that song, beautiful, Hashem, there's a Chazal Rev Eli that says, I want to learn a Chazal. Ben, I want you to hear this Chazal. Chazal say, everybody listen, Dani, to this Chazal. Bini, it says, the Aynesh of Abadai, Eli, I want you to bring this to five towns, this Chazal. Spread this in five towns. Shalom, you got Lakewood covered. Listen like this. It says, the Aynesh of Abadai, the Aynesh of a liar, is even his truths are not believed. The Aynesh of Abadai, God punishes a liar, that even his truths are not believed. Now, all of us know that our word is important. And for people not to believe us is tremendously, tremendously painful. It's a very shvera einish. If people don't believe you, you say something, you say, I don't believe you. It's very, very painful for your word not to be believed. One of the most powerful things we have is our word. And for our word not to be believed is very painful. One of the most precious things that you get from youngsters, I love a little kid says to your father, he looks up innocent, and he says, Tati, you said. That's one of the most precious words to hear on planet Earth. One day, Yosef, you'll hear a child, your child will say to you, Tati, you said. That's gorgeous, your word. You said, Tati, your word. Your word matters, you said. And the hope is that all our lives, we could live up to that all our lives. You said, you said it, you said it, it has to happen, you said it. So there's, there's, there's two things, there's something called Sheker and there's something called Chazav. Sheker is a liar, I hate Sheker. Sheker is you said something happened and it didn't. You said you're gonna do something and you had no plan to do it. Sheker is horrific. Uh, the words Rev Aaronich, fine Shekhar, hate Shekhar. Chazav is much harder. I'm very guilty of Chazav. Chazav is you said it, you meant to do it, and you got overwhelmed. 
Chazav, you say, I'm going to meet somebody, to, I'll speak to you in an hour, and you didn't, that's Chazav. It's terrible. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. It's an Avera. Chazav, but you said it. You said it. You said it. Now, Chazav is not Sheker because you meant it. You meant I'm meeting now. It would be Sheker if you didn't mean it. Chazav is, but it didn't happen. You got overwhelmed. Your word, it wasn't Kalayaitzimipivyasav. So all of us want Sheker and Chazav. We want to be Zahir. We want our word to count. And the Einish of a liar is when he says something, people don't believe him. He's not believed. And that's a terrible Einish that is word. If somebody can't say, you said, you say, and they shrug. Maybe. A guy was describing to me, a friend of his who's a liar, described to me when he says things, people like, sure, could be. <laughs> There's a terrible Einish that your word means nothing. When you say, Rabbi and you say, people shrug. Your word doesn't matter. The most powerful thing we have is our word. And a guy has taken apart, he's a liar, and his word doesn't matter. And it's a terrible einish to say things and nope, it doesn't matter. Because people, frankly, don't believe you. That's the einish of Abadeh. I want to say another pshat, perhaps, in Chazal, that over my lifetime I've discovered, we're learning Mesechta's Gittin, it's based on a Rashi and Mesechta's Gittin, a deeper pshat, whenever you say deeper, what's wrong with simple pshat? The einesh of a liar, the punishment of a liar, is his word is not listened to. I don't have a flaw of the simple pshat. That makes sense. That's the einesh of a badai, is that, that people don't listen to his words. That's the einesh of a badai. You'll hear the... You'll hear the, the deeper pshat, I don't know if I should call it deeper, but you'll hear a pshat that I think the words are saying, and nikaram divrayemis, you'll tell me if you think it's true or not. So I want to, Garish, I want you to hear this deep, the simple pshat, you understand, the boy who cried wolf. If a guy lies a lot, so when he says something, people don't believe him. That's a punishment. Severe punishment, his word stops meaning anything. And the guy says thing, and people just shrug, because his word has no power. And that alone is an einish chamer. But I want, Gershon, I want to tell you a different pshat. So the simple pshat of Chazal, you understand, Gershon? The punishment to a liar is nobody believes him. The boy you cried wolf, you've lied so many times, this liar. So when you say something, we just don't believe it. Simple pshat, right? Listen to something deeper, Gershon. Let's say the liar passes. Let's say the liar passes a, a detect uh, a lie detector. Do you believe him now? He passed a lie detector. So he's telling the truth, right? I want to tell you a new pshat in the Chazal. There's a halacha, Shabbos Aveda, there's a halacha, there's the Rashi in Gittin, Eli, there's a halacha that you return in, if somebody loses a lost item, so if he wants to claim it back, he has to give a simon. You want it back? Give a simon. You say that you found, Eli says, I found a glove on campus. I say the glove has a little mark right on the Rawlings, the R of Rawlings. There's a little hole there. You check it out. So I have a simon. You return me the glove. It's my glove. I had a simon. To a Talmud Chacham Eli, if a person only lies in the three cases it's mutter to lie, he's a very honest person, he only lies when it's mutter to lie, so you can return it in a much amazing way, you show it to him, and if he has tfiyasayin, if he says yes, it's mine, you hand it to him. 
Tfiyasayin. He doesn't, he says, yeah, he looks it, that's mine. You give it to him. Only a person, Talmud Chacham, who doesn't lie. So Talmud Chacham, who doesn't lie, you return it to Tfiyasayin. Now he has no semen. You sh- normally you don't show the glove, but an honest person you would show the glove. He says, yup, it's mine, and you hand it to him. Ellie, isn't that amazing? Why? It's called Tfiyasayin. He recognizes it. You're like a liar. To a liar... Gersh and Eli, let's say a liar, you show it to him and he says, I recognize it. Are you allowed to return it to him? No. no. Why not? That's what I would have said. Rashi and Gittin argues on you. Yeah. Taisvis says like you, yeah. Eli says, because the liar will say, I recognize and he really doesn't. So I ask you, let's say he passes a lie detector test. So put him on a test. How hard would the lie detector What? How would... Let's say they're accurate. I don't know if they're accurate. Good question. I don't know if they're accurate. Let's say they're accurate, and he's really telling the truth. So you should give it to him, right? He says he recognizes him. Rashi says you don't. Why not? I recognize what? Listen to this, Gersh. You know this, Rashi, Ilan? Pashib Shat, you don't return it to a guy who lies. Like Eliezer said smart, because he's lying. No, now Rashi says, Gersh. The reason you don't give it is because he has no Tfiyasayin. Because he doesn't know. We, not he's lying. He's t- he really thinks it's his. A liar doesn't know. We don't believe you know if it's yours. Gersh, a liar doesn't lie to others. He loses a sense of truth. A liar becomes a person who's detached from truth. We don't believe he knows. It's not he's not lying to us. He passes a lie detector to us. He really thinks it's his. You don't return it because he has no tfiyasayim. He has no sense if it's his or not. So when he thinks it's his, we don't, an honest person, when you think it's yours, so we know it's yours. The liar will think it's his, and it's not. It's not because he lies to us, he loses a sense of tfiyasayim. If he would pass the lie detector test, we still wouldn't give it to him. We don't think you're lying. You really mean you, you think it's yours and you don't have tfiyasayim. We don't believe you know. To an honest person, to so to a liar, you don't give it to him. But not because he's lying. Not, lying means he knows the truth and he's telling you garbage. No, he really thinks it's his. Now we have a Gershon, we have a deeper Pshad in Chazal of Rami. Chazal say the Einesh of a liar is even his truths are not believed. Now, I want to explain why I know the deeper pshat is true. We have a deeper pshat. He's not the boy who cried wolf. Say, even his truth, you're probably lying. No. Even if he passed the lie detector test, will you know what? Let's say you have a simon. You know, when people lie, they generally touch their nose. It's one of the secrets. If you ever want to know if a guy's lying, if a bachar's talked to you, I ask a guy in the dorm, did you take the guy's thing? He says, no, I know he lied. I'm like 98 because he went like this. He'll usually in the conversation touch his nose. If you know about people, little kids, you can see it on youngsters, when little kids lie, they cover their mouth. When a little kid, you say, did you eat the cookie, Ingle? He says, no. They cover, there's like older adults, when they catch lying, it's all part of that motion. You're like covering your mouth. They'll go like this. They'll touch their nose. (laughs) So if you ask a guy, and he's like a lot, no, 
stole it. <laughs> you know, he probably did it. 98%. You can't give a number to it. Liars touch their nose. The Einesh of a Badai is, the Einesh of a liar is even his truths you don't believe. Is not the boy you cried wolf that if he lied so much, even when he's telling the truth, I don't believe because maybe he's lying. Even when I, if I had some sign, when he lies, he goes like this, when he tells you he doesn't, even if it's his truth, you don't believe it. If you listen, the Chazal are very exact on their words. The punishment of a liar is even his truth is not believed. What do you mean his truth? He might be lying. Why do you call that statement his truth? We don't know his truth. It means it's his truth. The Einesh of Abada is even his truth is not believed. It means even, and people know it's his truth. It wouldn't mean his truth that it really is true, just that it's not his truth. We don't know it's his truth. That's why he's not believed. Chazal are saying deep, even when he's not lying, you should absolutely not believe him. He doesn't know truths. If he'll pass a lie detector test, don't believe him. If you have signs that you read and you know 100%, could you imagine a guy who means his truth and you still can't believe it? He loses truths. His truths are not believed. Not when he's trying to lie to you. His truths have no... Gersh, that's wild. That a guy... I, I, went, I told a friend of mine, I, in, in Parshish Vayetze, it Lavan, who's the picture of the liar... And Lavan is the stealer. He looks at Yaakov and he says, I'm worried. Yaakov, I'm worried you're going to mistreat my daughters. And the Psukim describe open Psukim that he mistreats his own daughters. And he looks at Yaakov and he says, I'm worried. You'll mistreat my daughters. So I observed that liars don't lie to others. They lie to themselves. So I went to a friend of mine who's a Talmud Chacham Muflag. He writes rare svarim. He prints them out. He's a very big Talmud Chacham. And he's a person who observes life very well. So I told him, I shot in, 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 the, in, in this Pasuk that Lavan looks at Yaakov and says, I'm worried about you lying. I'm worried about you mistreating your wives. And I'm like, are you serious? You mistreat them, you're worried. And I said, I see, liars don't lie to others, they lose a sense of truth. He says, I have to show you something. He keeps a notebook, he has a big notebook, he's a big writer, this friend of mine, and he makes observations on life. He added on no Pasuk and no Chazal, he he showed me in his notebook observations about life, he shows me in his notebook that he writes that I notice liars don't know the truth. It was an observation he made on life. He said, I noticed, not liars tell us, the first, they don't know truth, that's a pachat b'chadim. To lie to somebody else, at least you know the truth, it's the basic human thing, at least you know the truth. A liar, the danger of a liar is you're not in touch with truth. That you lose a sense, what is reality? That's like pachat, the basic, the most... Is it possible to say the most from the most maybe the most important thing in our life? It says Nikarim divrei emes, the human capacity for being in touch and recognizing truth, dissonance, the ability to disconnect from truth is a pachad, is frightening that you could live a non-truth, and the einesh of a liar is even his truths are not believed, not because he's lied so much, maybe he's lying. His truths are not believed. Do not believe the truths of a liar. He 100% is not lying. He passes a lie detector test. I'm not, I'm not lying. I believe you're not lying. You don't know the truth. 
And when you say that glove is yours, we don't think you're lying. Lying would be pshat. You know it's not yours. And you're saying, no, you really think it's yours. You don't know truth. You really think it's yours. That's the einesh of a liar is truths are not believed. The important part in our own life, all of us want to maintain and need to maintain a sense of what's true. Nikarim devreyemes. The sensitive sense of what's true. To feel it. This is true. This is right. We want to, be, we want to have a tremendous di- distance from Sheker. We never want to lose that sensitivity because we want to be in touch with that which is true, that which is right, and the terrible einesh of lying. The einesh of abadai is even as truth. You're not supposed to believe. My father, in, in the family, the, the, the way it was raised and this importance of, of, with money matters. Not, if you went to some zoo, a circus, and they said, under, under six, free, Seven, you know, under 60, seven, seven to ten pays fifty dollars. Ten to, and so if the kid was seven, so you paid fifty dollars. You didn't say what you could just say is under six. First of all, you're a ganav, you're not let us steal, and doesn't need a second of all, but the einesh of a badai, the severe einesh of a liar. You said he's six, he's not six, he's seven. He's not six, he's seven. She's not six, she's seven. And there's a terrible einish. It pays. The terrible einish of liars. Your case I just said. The terrible einish of a liar is slowly but surely you don't know things. You won't even recognize what's true enough. You meet people, you meet honest people who have tremendous sensitivities of feeling truth. I was listening, somebody showed me a clip last night of a big chacham, of a very wise person. And what struck me, what struck me about this wise person, I don't, I don't tend to fall when people say simplistic ideas, very complicated. I say, he's such a genius. Not a genius. He says simple things, complicated. To me, what strikes me about bright, an intelligent person to me is the same peerish as honest. They just hear things objectively and honestly. It struck me this person is known as a genius that really what he is is very honest. That's what struck me, just so brutally honest. And we all have the capacity for that brilliance. Brilliance is honest. I want to learn with guys. I want to try to learn more Gemara with guys. I want to show guys in learning the main guy's a guy and he's a guy. The main thing of a brilliant person in learning is the ability to be honest. Is to see something, to, to know what you're seeing, to be clear what you're seeing, to be in touch with what you're seeing. The danger of being a liar, the danger of going, of leaving that spot, and I could just say, yeah, yeah this kid's under six and, and pay less. You, you damage yourself. You've damaged yourself. The Ainesh of Abadeh your truths are not believed anymore. Your truths aren't going to... And there's so many sensitive and subtle truths to experience and see and know, and you're, gonna, you're not going to know, you're not going to understand things. You, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. You're going to lose touch with the truth. When a lovan could look at Yaakov Avinu and say, "I'm nervous. You're going to be bad to my daughters." You, you've lost touch with the truth. You've lost touch. And Yaakov Avinu says to lovan, "This statement is one of the great statements in the Torah." Like we talk about the, the greatness of our tzaddikim. Yaakov lived by lovan with his entire family for many, many, many years. And Lavan steals from him day and night 
it would be normal, you know, people leave a hotel room, they, they by mistake walk out with like a pen from the hotel. You stole a pen. By mistake they walked out. I once looked up at the Bahram. We were looking up, I told the guys the most, the most, the, the, the most popular book in the world. The most read book in the world is the Bible. So I told the guy, so a guy looked it up. During the Musavet, the guy looked up, and it said the most read book, but it also said the most stolen book in the world is the Bible. From the, from the hotel rooms, it said the most stolen book in the world is the Bible, besides the Musavet. A guy read it to the whole thing. I don't know if it was a joke or serious, the most stolen book is the Bible. But a guy leaves a hotel room, it could happen. You know, something comes along. If you ever stayed by your friend's house, then later on, you check your stuff. My van, like, eats things. I find, like, a guy's sock in there, a T-shirt. It's normal. You buy somebody, you walk away, you know, you carry your sock. Your roommate's sock comes to your house. Okay, so you return the sock. Yaakov Avinu is by Lovan's house with his mishpacha. And Lovan robs from him day and night. And Yaakov, the Ish Emes, says the pasuk, he meshashtas kol kelay. I went through every utensil that I own. You will not find. You felt every one of my kalim. Love and fine comb that went through every penny of Yaakov Avinu. Did you find one thing from your house? There wasn't a pen. There wasn't a sack. There wasn't a penny that didn't belong to Yaakov Avinu. Emes. An MS, an honesty, a truth, a tremendous dick took to live by the truth. There's no, there's, you can look through much, you checked every penny that in a loving was looking, the Ganav was looking, the Ganav was the best checker around, and looked and saw and searched and couldn't find. Did you find one thing? Did you find a penny that was like a questionable penny? Did you find one utensil by accident that got in my stuff? The MS of Yaakov Avinu, and the, as opposed to the Sheker of Olavan, and the Sheker of Olavan, the cost of the Sheker of Olavan is not other people don't believe you, which would be a terrible Einish. It would be really bad that your word carries no weight, but your own truths are not truths. It's like you lost it all. Forget clapping the others. Alone in your own personal world. Your dealings with others, we have to deal with others that your word carries no weight. That's a terrible einish. A much, much deeper einish is in your own world, your own truths, your own opinions on things. You're convinced it's your glove. To me, it's naira. You have a liar and an honest person and they're both convinced it's their glove. They're both convinced, forget, he's a liar, he says to others, he always claims his eight-year-old is under six. But, but now I'm talking about in my egg in the felt, in my own world, I'm not talking what I tell other people. Inside, two guys who are convinced the glove is theirs. That could be Pesharam Pamitziah, Bezalal, Zambakulashli, how could such a thing end up happening? Right. Say? Yeah. <laughs> How could it be? It's not a lie. He says, very good. Yeah. It's a naira, it's a naira, you see two guys next to each other and they're both 100% sure the glove is theirs. It's naira that the tzaddik attacks his, the honest person attacks his. And the liar has no idea that it's his and he holds it's his. You have nothing left at that point. At that point, you don't, what you think you know, you don't know. 
the zahiris, the care to the person to be not to be a bad day, not to be a liar. We don't want to chas v'shalom be ma'abed our own truth. We don't want to lose, and the einash of abadai, the punishment for lying, a severe, severe punishment is your own truth. The truth of abadai is not listened to. It doesn't mean the supposed truth. Even his emes is not listened to when he's not lying. Nobody should listen to him. His truth should, you know why? Because he doesn't have his truth. Noira, Noira, Ellie, no? Um, so, it's just uh, the Rav and uh, all the wonderful people here. So just to continue on this Pshah, uh, just to elaborate on the reader, Shayim ask, what's the reason why Avram Avinu, just I'm going to say it in the Nusach how it was said today, Avram Avinu was the most truthful person around to the Abishta, right? There was no one more truthful than him. He was the most loyal, the most truthful, the most... Um, accepting he and not only that he went to find that Shem, right? No one told him about it. His father was the was the king uh, the king idol worshipper. What's shot that Hashem has to challenge him? Not only challenge him, think of talk about challenges, right? Challenges that he didn't have a baby till he was in his nineties, a hundred, and then he had to then not only that, he finally gets a kid after all these years. Hashem promised him this kid is going to be for live forever and ever, and he's going to have all his children and grandchildren. And they're going to be a they're going to be a am am segula am nifkar. Go shak to son, isn't that rude? Isn't that like Avramavina is the most truthful person in the world? There's no one more truthful to him to Hashem, and you're going to take you're going to go. It's almost like backlashing. Applebaum, you hear the question? You hear the question? Imagine I tell you, right? You, imagine you're the most loyal person in the whole world to Mr. to Jeff Bezos. You're, you work for Amazon. You work he's the most loyal person to him. And then he says one day, he decides, you know what? I don't need you anymore. Boom. Kicks you out. Think that, isn't anything that's rude? Think it's rude? So how can Hashem do that? Hashem's, I thought he was a, a merciful God. Why is he doing that to, to, to Avram Avinu? And the Rishonim, all at, the, the answer... That it's, 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 and I'm going to say along with what Rebbe was saying about the truth. It brings out how true he was to Hashem. You're right. For him, Avram Avinu, Hashem knew he was going to pass this test. But no, I have to show the world how true and loyal Avram Avinu is to me. Avram Avinu, of course Hashem knew he was going to pass the test. He was going to, and you know, it was hard for him. He had to go Kipshan Aish and all these stuff. And even though, even though he was so loyal to Hashem, it doesn't matter. Hashem wanted to use him. He's like the poster boy. You know, He was the poster boy. He was the he was the signal. He was the he was the sign that you know what? This is somebody who is devoted no matter what happens. He is gonna he's gonna go and he's gonna forge forward. And someone once asked me, you know, how do you deal with all these challenges and you're crippled Yasim and I was a joke. My mother died, so I'm a crippled yasin. It's a cute joke, no? Um, so I'm a sit-down comedian, by the way. <laughs> so someone someone asked me, "You right for the apple? You're not gonna you gonna you like dark humor?" Sure. Oh, baby, you asked for it. I'm sorry. So I went. Someone's asked me, "How do you deal with all these challenges?" And I said, "You know, I was talking to her, Kalish. I'm really I'm ready to call it quits. I'm really done. Apple. I was ready to go. I was ready. I'm just done. I'm done. I can't deal with this life. It's crazy." 
the mother died from breast cancer right after you get into surgery for the, and then you don't have to get another two surgeries. I'm, I'm done. Rabbi said, so then, just do it already. I said, I have one issue. And Applebaum's like, what's the issue? And I told Applebaum, the only issue is I can't jump. <laughs> you asked for it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, Rabbi said, honestly, talk honestly. That was a joke, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's disgusting, you know. Being here it gives you life. Masking, Rabbi? Yes. This is like the bre- it's like a you know like an incubator for you know, like the people have to get ventilated. So, so the the real answer is someone asked me how do you do it, and the real answer is there's two things you could go. There's two paths to go. You can either choose can you change the fact that something happened. Let's see in the past. Are you able to change the past? Now, Nathan, you can't change the past, right? You can't change the past. What happened happened. What we could do is you could be sad about it. And you could cry about it, but guess what? No one gives, no one cares. Nobody cares. And you could cry, you could cry in your bed. And you know, people might have Rahmanis for you. Oh, I'm so sorry, you lost your mother so young. Oh, you're in a wheelchair. I'm so sorry for you. But guess what? Internally, to be truthful to yourself. To be truthful to yourself, Rebbe said, right? To be truthful to yourself. Are you being true to yourself? You could be sad, you could cry, and guess what? You know, people be people won't be people won't upset at you. You could, if you want, you could, if you want to, you know, if you want to, whatever you want to do, you want to go, you want to, you want to go to Taiwan and you want to live the rest of your life there. People say, oh, Nabok, but he, he, he went through so much. He had a triple, this guy had a triple bypass surgery and he lost his dog and then he, and then he, and he lost his kids and he, lost, and he lost, and he got divorced. People be, people be sad for him and people, you know, they understand. I understand why I did it. But guess what? There's two ways to go. There's the right or the left. You choose. Once it happened already, I only there's only the one way to go, and the way to go is that you understand. I don't, honestly, to be truth, to be truthful, I don't understand. Maybe I wouldn't be able to do it if I wasn't if I didn't have the Abister. How Tati, my king, help, please help me, guide me. What if there was no God? Why is this happening? And just uh, was it Mincha time or Mincha or not? Beautiful, mamish, unbelievable. I went to Shmuel Kamenetsky. Went to Rabbi 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 Kalish went to Rabbi Kielson. I went with him after circus, right after my mother died. At that point, I wasn't at the stage of recognition that whatever happens is for the best, and it was it was a little rough. And you know, it's a pro- everything's a process. We all deal with challenges, and it's a it's a process. And I said I was right Bender is a Rashivan Darche. I gave me psicha for Nila, which is you know in some shuls it could go for. You know, $75,000. I just heard a shul in the five towns. $7,000, not hard review. $75,000 for opening a psicha, right? $75,000 just to open for psicha. And, and, I, was, and I, was, I was sitting there, not standing there. Maybe I was standing. Maybe at that point I was able to stand with the walker. I was standing there in front of the Arnkaidish. And what do we say? We say it about a dozen, I think it's about a dozen times. Hashem, Hashem. God, you are Kale. You're the God. You're Racham. You are merciful, v'chanon, you're gracious. And not, not you're Rav Chesed. You're not Chesed, you're Rav Chesed. We're going to start calling Rav, Rav Chesed. That's what we're going to start calling him. You're Rav Chesed, because Mahu Avatah, Rav Chesed. Not only are you, are you gracious, you're abundance of Chesed, right? I said, I'm not coming to complain. I'm not coming to complain. You're the God of Adar. Leonor, can you reboot? Amazon Trump is 98 years old. At that point, it was, I think it was two years ago, it was like 96. I said, Shmuel, you will not like, you threw into life. 
what is the pshat? I'm just coming to, what is the pshat? We said it, th- th- I, just, I didn't understand. I said, I was the only guy, there was 500 guys there. I was the only guy in the wheelchair. I was the only guy that lost their mother in the entire, but 500 people. It's a little bit, it was a little funny. I don't know, like Hashem, what's pshat? <laughs> like, Shmuel, tell me pshat. And for five minutes, he's going back and forth. He's dancing, and it's pin drops. So the weight of Kalias on his shoulders. And he says to me, To explain, to translate, that God is merciful and he's gracious is a metzius, is a fact. The fact that this is a table, this is a speaker, this is a wall, right? This is the Gadadar, that's a, that's a, that's a fact. That is a fact that is something you cannot change, right? That is a fact. There's nothing, there's nothing to talk about, right? So the fact that that Hashem is a rachum, that He's a merciful and He's gracious, that is a mitzius. That is something that's being that is fact. There's truth. Talk about truth. That is truth. If you want to know what is, if you want to define truth, truth is that Hashem, all these thirteen, you give me this That is the. That is the. This is a chair. The same way. This is a chair. Hashem is a Metzius. He is a Racham and a He is gracious and he's merciful. And it was a hard pill to swallow, I'll be honest, and the way back. And it took me months and months to realize, you know what? He's so right. Because he mentioned in the he mentioned something there that it was a little like weird that he said it. And after like he's so right. He said you could still breathe in the wheelchair. And it hit me. Instead of being upset that, oh, I can't walk now. But I have my hands. You know, there's people, I was in the hospital, in the rehab for three months. And there's people who, you know, people who, who you know, they can't, they can't do, they can't fake nothing. They can't take, they can't use their hands. They have to, all they have to, they have to do is, they are, they, they're literally stuck, they're trapped in a body that's not theirs. They were walking once, they hit a, they, they go in a skiing accident. Boom, that's it. For the rest of their life, they're paraplegic. They're from their neck down. They cannot move anything. They have to learn. You want to learn how they have, have to learn how to eat. They have to wrap a thing around their hand. They have to stick it in there. And they have to go like this. And at the learn, OT, something called OT, which is a occupational therapist. Occupational therapists, their job in rehabs are to teach people how to eat, how to teach you how to get dressed. I have to learn how to get dressed again. I couldn't slip my pants up like I, like I used to be able to do. And they have to teach you. And there's people who putting on their sweatshirt. They can't put on their sweatshirt. An aide has to come and put on their sweatshirt for them. And I realized, wow. There's, there's someone I went to go visit a few people. I see they go around the uh, electric wheelchair. They all they can use their hands. And I have a car, Baruch Hashem. I got it from a, my own car. Hashem, thank you so much. I instead of looking at the negative, you can look at the positive. Hashem is such a gracious God. He had to do it for what he had to do. Do we ever know? We know nothing. We're, we we know nothing. We're just we're little ants compared to Hashem. He he has a plan. Do we understand the plan? No. We all go through challenges. This world is a is as Rebbe was saying. It was, it's a it is designed is designed so for the next world we can get all the scar, and you know there's a lot of bumps in the road, but the bumps are meant for us to climb and climb and climb, and it's almost like just it's like a stock market. The stock market, right? It goes up and down, up and down, red, green, red, green. But what's the ultimate goal? The ultimate goal is for growth. So oh, we had a bump in the road today. We had a bad day today, but tomorrow will be a better day. And we have to be true to ourselves and understand that, you know, it's hard. Maybe Hashem, why are you doing this to me? Why did you do this to me? Why did you do that to me? Why did you kick me out of this yeshiva and you could be upset at me? And Hashem, how could you do this to me? You could be angry. All you're hurting 
if we're really honest, deep down we know you're just hurting yourself. There's two ways to go. And maybe all be zaycha, that we choose not to go to the left. And I'm calling it the left because it is the left. But choose to go to the right, to be happy and be and be just be calm about ourselves and true to ourselves and realize that we're zaycha to be in a yeshiva like this. We have a Rebbe who cares about you and loves you. And you have Chaverim here that all that you have Chashuv Bismajus Bakrim like Berkey. I don't even know how. How did you get Berkey, Rebbe? I don't even know how you guys give round applause for Berkey. I don't know. What a scus! What a scus! to have Berkey. You guys, you have you have Berkey here. Nathan, you're not happy you have Berkey here. Come on. You have Berkey. Well, if you got all the you got all the boys, you got the boys, you got the boys. So you have, you can set it. We could be sad about it, or you can say, you know what, Hashem, thank you so much. TYH, guys, keep on pumping. Enjoy your off Shabbos and come back with a fire, with a, that little light of Hanukkah. Light up the world. Keep on doing what you're doing. You guys are doing good. You have the coolest haircut. Give a round of applause for his haircut. And let's have a great Shabbos, guys. We're going to make a minion for Mincha on the other side of Esmash. Let's second set it happen here. Other side of Esmash, Mincha. <laughs> I'm going to go to the shadows.